personal service. All right. I used to have a lot of plans. It's good to have plans around. Yes. Uh, well, I have, this is my first time in my life to have actually, because obviously I have plans, but they're not the plans you can like right, spread right, out. Right, and right. Shit like that. No. But first time in my life I've actually had real plans. I mean, I had a, an apartment in Washington, D.C. <laughs> when you walked into my apartment, what it, looked like a, this? it looked like a jungle. 80, I'd say about 89. Really? Yeah, I lived in What were you doing in D.C.? Just, yeah, I was born there. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like my, that's my hometown. All right. I just left it when I was young, you know. How old were you moved to Detroit? Three. Oh, so. But I've lived back in Washington about four or five years okay. of my life after, you know, I got on to be an adult. I guess I could say Oak Park's my hometown. Well, I was born here, Madison Heights. We lived in Oak Park when I was a kid, but I grew up in Holly. My life, you know, my mom died there. Everything, most of the shit that was my life started there. And how, yeah. I don't remember much. Before that. Park. Yeah, bits and pieces, stupid shit I did. You know, young, because you're, you know, we moved, I moved to Holly when I was 10 or 9, probably 9. You know, within two years, my mom's gone. I don't even know if it was two years, it might have been a year. So, like. But you were young. Yeah, that, that, my brother woke me up a little bit, but. My mom really woke me up when she left. Well, not left, but she's on a man. Was it you who told me your brother committed suicide? No, was, no, was no, you? my grandpa committed suicide. Grandpa, right. He was about your age. I found out he had stage four cancer, I guess. Like, is that the reason to do it if you got to do it? Yeah. I mean, if you're in pain all, all the time, that's no quality 2000s. Well, he wasn't in pain, I don't think. I don't he, think he got pain. I think he, he just... was. Well... Yeah, I'm sure he had pain, but it wasn't like he was coughing up blood all the time. It wasn't like that kind of thing. See, you could have pain, you could have constant pain and, and live not with show it. any outward. Yeah. Yeah, just live with it. I think most people live That's with it. That's what I do. I, live, I have pain. So do I. Everyone does. I just live way. with it. I was young. When I was young, I didn't have any pain. I was smart. I didn't hurt myself hardly ever. I'm not going to wood. I've never broke a leg or nothing like that. I don't ever want to do that. I, I dislocated my shoulder and my leg, but I've never broken anything. I haven't even done that. I've never broken anything either. Knock on wood. 40 years of age, I've never broken anything. It's like, well, I'm past that point in wanting to learn what that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people do crazy. People think of crazy things. I work landscaping with mostly young white guys. It was about... Ten of them in the company. I was the only black dude, but they were all. Where's this? In their early twenties. Here. Oh, here. In um, Clawson. What year? Uh, two thousand. Okay. Two thousand one. Two thousand two. Yeah. But there was one guy. He's a really nice guy. But one day we were talking in the truck. He says, "You know what I? You you know what I would like somebody to do?" I said, "What's that? Shoot me." I said, "What do you mean shoot you?" With a gun? He said, yeah. I said, why would you want that? Because he wants to feel what it's like to be shot. I said, you don't really, you don't want that. You don't want that, yeah. dude. I know people that have been shot. <coughs> <coughs> it's not the pain of the shot itself. It's actually, <coughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you think about it. Yeah, well, I don't want everybody Like, Braden didn't even know he got shot. 
Oh, Brayton got shot. Yeah, he got shot. He got held up by some kid at, when he was working at a manager at Burger King. Oh, shit. And accidentally, the kid shot him in the foot. Or the leg. Leg uh-huh. or the foot or something. Lower. Yeah. Well, that's a building in the chest. But he didn't even know it. He didn't even know You know that he had been shot? Yeah. yeah. He didn't know it until people were like, dude, you're bleeding. And then they found that he had been, a bullet went through. So it was like, I think being shot is one of those things. Even when you get shot in the chest, you get shot in the heart. It's like, you don't feel it. You feel it, but it's like a fucking, like, if you've ever cut yourself in a kitchen on a fucking, like, a, one of those mandolin things or a slicer, a greater, yeah. you don't feel it. You don't, like, you're not like, oh, my God, it hurt like hell. You're like, oh, fuck, I just cut my finger off. No, you don't feel it immediately, that's for no, sure. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. So, like, I yeah. think a bullet is in the same premise. Oh, my God, that's so horrible. I know. It, it, it is, it is. Oh God! And we, I smoked and it. It, was, it. It wasn't a pretty trim either. <laughs> I know, and I didn't even smoke. I, I mean, I the joint. It's right there. It's gross. You didn't even finish it. Hopefully, the ones that are in there are better. There's definitely. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I just I think if you get shot, it's one of those things. Especially if you're in a heat of a moment situation, you're not going to feel it because your adrenaline's rushing. But it's when it's the after effects. Everything the settles bullet, down. After bullets. And you start really feet, yeah. Mm-hmm. And your body's like, hold on, there's a second. There's, there's missing, like, everything. Over that, yeah, there used to be stuff all in this area, and now it's not there no more. <laughs> like, because it just puts a hole through you. It's like, oh, it's amazing. It I never want to have to shoot anybody either. I don't ever want to have to shoot you either, man. But I think, I don't know if that's going to, I'm going to be as lucky. Well, I don't want to say, you didn't have to shoot no one. And you didn't go to you were you just missed the draft, didn't you? Or no. you no? They just didn't take you. They they didn't take me because I you, went. They were gonna take me. I went down to Fort Wayne. They took told me come down to Fort Wayne. You're leaving that day for Vietnam, so I had no choice. I had to go down because mm-hmm. I didn't register. You're supposed to register for the draft. Yeah, I know. And I, did. I didn't. So two years later, the police pulled me over to write me a ticket. He says, "Where's your draft card?" And I stood. I sat there. Looked at him. He says, "You don't have a draft card, do you?" I said, "No." He wrote my name on a piece of paper. And about two weeks later, I got a letter from the government saying I was a draft dodger and I had to report to Fort Wayne on a certain day. And when I went down, they said, "Yeah, you're going today, buddy." So they said, "Go take your physical and your mental test and uh, have you lunch it and then get on the bus to go." Yeah. So I, I took the mental, took the physical. And I was waiting in the room, a lady came in and called my name. So I got up, she said, go down to room 104. So I went down to room 104. There was about five guys down there. So the lady called one guy's name, he went up to the front, and I heard her tell him, yeah, you're leaving this afternoon, here's a lunch voucher, go have you some lunch, and then you get on the bus. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm done. <laughs> I'm going so to then they called my name yeah and I went up there and the lady said I've got bad news so I'm like oh fuck I already know lady to myself yeah. she says uh, I'm going to be a we're uh, we're rejecting you that's rejecting me uh, she says yeah you you flunked the physical and women now I was into karate boxing yeah you were I could run I, could yeah, do, yeah. I was in good shape yeah and I said what happened what happened she said you have flat feet 
Oh, you can't mark. And back then, I guess they didn't have stuff to put in your shoe. Yeah, they didn't have the inside. They didn't have a lot of that stuff back then. Yeah. And they told me uh, I had flat feet and they wouldn't wouldn't take me. I how lucky, yeah, how lucky. I lucked the fuck up. That's not too much. Yes, sir. Yeah. I so, me too, because I happened to just be born in an air. For one, there's no fucking draft. There was no draft when you were, yeah. Yeah. That, it was volunteer. I'm sure there's people that will be listening to it. I don't know how many people listen to this, but whoever's listening to this that's, like, will be in their mind. In my mind, when I hear that, I go, that's just something a thought. You know, I signed up because I registered to vote. When you register to vote, you already signed up for it. But there's no draft. Right. So it wasn't like... And then I think there's... You couldn't draft right now. Even if World War Three started... But there's no draft unless they impose a draft. My point is... Even if World War Three started, I don't think they could impose a draft. I why, feel, why do you say that? Because of the way people are now. I don't think it would be. There's too many. There's we already we've been in a war. Think about the war we've been in for the last twenty five years. Okay. Two wars. We were in two wars, and they didn't implement a draft. They just literally took. They made it so. It was volunteer. Yeah, I know, but they made the country so that the lower half literally it's one of the only options to have to get out. Yeah, but see, the part you're not getting, or maybe you haven't realized. Is that we live in a military society? Oh yeah, we're definitely. And we are indoctrinated from from the time we're in, in go to kindergarten to be patriots. I know. Go to war for your country. If you look at TV, which I I do look at some TV, it's always somebody with a machine gun. Mm-hmm. You don't look at the right shit. Uh, I'm on everything. It's always somebody... I don't pay attention to TV, so I haven't seen it. Yeah, well, there's certain shows I like that I do watch. But I notice it's always military stuff all the time. It's always thank thank the soldiers for going to war for you. and Right. It's all all these commercials about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. There's a lot of that. Like, especially, like, like, for some reason I see a lot of Navy... Like, who are you advertising to? The Navy already knows that the Navy Federal exists. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's it's part of, like, I'm sure it's part of their whole spiel of coming in the Navy. You get to use the Navy Federal. Who are you advertising to? You keep in the military. Oh, no, you're advertising to the kids coming up. Like, yes. Oh, it's special to be military. You give, you keep in that military I thing I going. I that mindset, too. It feels like if you haven't served, which, again. You're not when right. I, when I was an adult that could have served, there's no wars. Right. So I'm just going in and fucking around for fucking four years doing nothing and then when I get out then the wars happen so it's like what do you want to do uh just bag it up um so that's you know what I'm saying that why would I wouldn't have had to deal with it either way my sister did my sister served two tours in Iraq mm-hmm. two tours two tours maybe even three she might have done three she spent at least a year in Iraq so why does someone do that did you ever ask her why she would do that? Was college. it just pay her? Huh? It was college. My dad's a poor piece of shit. So to pay for college. My dad's a piece of shit and spent any money that my from my mom's death on himself. Okay. So, so for college no, she went to into, she went but that's to what America. I'm saying. Yes. A lot of and people, even then she still had to do the six month certificate classes because the college that they were giving her isn't really like it's they're not really giving them the money they promised them. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? It's like 
it comes with stipulations. They have to pay it back. Like, it's not... It's not like, oh, I served four years and I got a college degree. No, it's I served four years and I get out and I'm still fucking struggling like a motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, my sister had to live with me while she was in college. Yeah. You know, in my basement. It's like, and she wasn't even in college. She was in a fucking goddamn certificate class for massage therapy. Is this after she served? Mm-hmm. See, that shouldn't have happened. No, she should have been able to go to a real fucking college yep. and get a real fucking two, degree. Two tours? Two fucking tours. And she's got nothing to show for it except for she hates me. And I think one of the reasons she hates me is because I'm against the war. Like, yeah. I definitely am not. Because she's patriotic in mind. Oh, fucking. That's to a tilt. But she has to be because in her mind, why did all her friends die? Even my friends that are black that went into the military have that military mind. All right. Then on that. Right. we're done. From then on out, they have that military mind. 930, 1230, so that's three hours. Yep. Okay. Um, so yeah, keep talking. Military mindset. Yeah, and that's what they put us in. Because that's what we are. What? We're military. We're the world's largest army. We're the world's police. No, we're not the largest army. The largest army. No, we're not the largest army, but we're the we're, we're, we're the we might be the strongest army. And we're the world police. And we're, but the the, strong, the largest and the strongest army is not strongest, but the largest is definitely China, and they are. Ain't no doubt. They are taking no people doubt. from other countries. Ain't no doubt. They're going into Australia and taking people that are dissidents against them, like without anybody knowing. They're doing it in Australia. They're doing it in Africa. They're here, doing it all over. I'll bet you they're doing it here. They probably are. Because when you got money, you can do whatever fuck you want. And they got enough money to do whatever the fuck. And unlimited people. Mm-hmm. That's why. I'm going to say this. That's why Trump is stupid to try to outweigh the Chinese. You're not going to outweigh them. What was it? It's 300 and maybe 60 million Americans. Yeah. It's a billion of them. If they lost half a billion people, they wouldn't give a shit. No, they wouldn't give they a wouldn't shit. Give, no, they, they would sacrifice them. Mm-hmm. They don't care. So how you going to outweigh the a country like this? Say, and the thing is, is ha- but you have to realize that half those fucking people that are in that situation are okay with it. They're okay with being sacrificed because it's for the greatest they, good of the, of the community. Those that are, yeah, because they've been indoctrinated to, yeah. to love the Chinese, party. That's the thing. That's what's scary about China is it's not... There's not dissidents, and the little tiny bit of dissidence that there is is outside of China, and, and they wipe it out as soon as they get rid of it. So, oh, they're gonna, they're gonna pop up in Hong Kong. There's a billion and a half people that are fucking brainwashed and think that China is better for you than me, yeah. or ch- better for you than anything else. When I was looking at TV a couple of years ago, they had a, uh, a documentary on, and it was this Chinese dude. No, he was Korean. Uh huh. And they were kidnapping Koreans. Take them to, to uh, China. Forty and some cookies. They were kidnapping them. Awesome. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. Yep, yeah. All right. Uh, Monday after next, or just coming, right? Uh, yeah, but it's gonna be another one where it's very little. So yeah, you tell me. Yeah, yeah. I'm prepared. All right. All right, All right man. Take it easy. All right. See you later. But yeah, I don't. Oh, it was a documentary I was watching, right? On. 
this guy was sneaking cell phones into China. Right. So you did get in the closet and hide. Oh yeah. And get on the cell phones and watch Western shit. Yeah, yeah. That they yeah. Were, were supposed to be watching. I I remember seeing that and I saw it with video too. I saw it because it ten twenty years well in the two thousands before cell phones were really prevalent with yeah, video. Yeah. That was a video. Like yeah. you saw someone and he was literally passing out tapes of whatever Western shit. They were gobbling it up. He he couldn't take enough. They were gobbling it up. That younger generation that's there might... You know what I'm saying? Because it's the younger generations that are the ones that... Like, you look at Hong Kong. Hong Kong's doing what it can to fight. They don't want to lose their democracy. That's true, but they grew up different than the Chinese on mainland China. They do. See, they've been completely brainwashed. Most of them. It's like here. Look at all the people voting for Trump. Brainwash people because yeah. he who thinks that so the fucking world was different fifty years ago and it was better. We have fucking TVs. No, let me rephrase that. We have fridges now. That <laughs> we have fridges now that'll tell you when you fucking yeah. and it's better now or it's better back then when you had a fridge that would probably break down and spoil your shit and you had to get milk from a guy who fucking who knows if he jacked off in it, like. Seriously, mm-hmm. I get it. There are bad things now, but the reality is, is that half the people here now wouldn't survive in the fifties, and a lot of them are the people who grew up. In but the wait 50s. a minute, the thing that was different about the fifties is crime was very limited. I can remember. No, it wasn't talked about. No, no, it was limited. I'm gonna tell you why I say that. In the fifties, I lived on the east side. And why was that? Because there's more crime bosses. Listen, I lived on the east side. Yeah. In the summertime, we just have a screen door with a little hook closed, and we go to sleep at night, sleep all night long. Yeah. Nobody broke into our house. All he had to do was take a little knife and cut the screen and stuck through the door. Because yeah. crime wasn't a everyday prevalent thing back then like it is now. Back oh. then, people didn't get killed every day. See, I can look at the news every evening and guarantee I'm going to hear about five or six people that got shot last night. Well, look at the population then compared to now. Less people. A lot less people, Mm -hmm. for one. For two, there were crimes happening in cities and things like that that people didn't know about because the world wasn't as connected. So a lot of things got pushed under the rug. Yeah, but it wasn't like crime today is what I'm trying to say to you. No. It wasn't multiple killings. Somebody going and kill 10, 12, 15, 20, 40 people. Oh, mass shooting? What none of that? No, but that was because you know why? Because everybody couldn't afford a gun back then. Well, the guns weren't as plentiful either. But everybody couldn't afford a gun, right? And you couldn't, but you couldn't buy a fucking M sixteen. No, you can now. We can't buy an M sixteen. Well, you can buy an automatic weapon, close enough to Semi, it. They call them semi-automatics, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can you can be nineteen, twenty years old and buy one. Oh, eighteen. You don't have to be 18. You can be 18. Your parents probably buy you one for if you're under 18. Yeah, because all these young... It's been a rash of young white guys. They raid their house and they find 25 guns, 13 automatic weapons, 10,000 rounds of ammunition. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? When I was that age, I wasn't thinking about buying no gun and ammo. Neither was I. But... You were getting laid. 
think about that. I know it sounds simple, but yeah, well, you know, it's no, it's, it sounds logical. Because when you're getting laid, you're ho- you're more way more hopeful than you are when you're not. I can understand it because I was a white person, and you don't have that sexual anxiety either. Yeah, well, a person that just didn't know anything about anything, insecure as fuck. The difference is, is I was inward with my hate and not hate, but yeah, my hate was towards myself. Where other people have, you know, for some reason don't they, their hate goes out. You know what I'm saying. And it's a way to show that they hate themselves, obviously. But I was never, I just, I was so empathetic that I couldn't, I could never bring myself to hurt someone. Yeah. I don't want to hurt you. I don't want the pain, you to feel the pain that I know I felt before, so why would I want you to do that? Well, I want to pass it on. Yeah. So it's, um, it was always in. But if I had my brothers and I wasn't getting laid and where he's, was a wrestler, you know, aggressive... He could have been, you know, crazy like that. I mean, yeah. it just depends on the person. But it's also because we don't... Our fucking system isn't set up for you to get up top. When you realize that that false narrative that there is no hope, you're one of a fucking million, and there's only one out of a million that That's going to do that. It's yeah. going to get there. Yeah. So why do I care? It's I mean, even less than that now. Yeah. It's half of one. Because the people that are there won't get the fuck out. Because they have to think they have to keep going over and over and over. When they could go do something else that they want to do and fail and do something else and fail and, you know. And nobody, yeah, yeah. nobody gets hurt. But that's not reality for most people. Some people are born lucky. Rich people got to stay rich. Yeah. At all costs. If you're rich and you live... At all costs. If you're somehow have a million dollars and at some point in the future you're broke you're fucking stupid yeah you're right or a cokehead you're right you got a problem yeah it's way too easy to make money with money with money now of course some people you make fail the, yeah some people make the wrong choice like, I just heard about Uber's been failing from the beginning it was designed like He's been giving more money away from the beginning. It, you ha- they've been paying to pe- drive people around with this false narrative that they're going to become Amazon, where they're going to be the only one in the market because Amazon did the same thing in mm-hmm. the beginning. Amazon mm-hmm. just flooded money, just mm-hmm. burned it out. But at some point, they became the only part of the only game. So now you have to go to them. Right. Now it's they're the winners. It's like Walmart. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, uh, that... When Uber first started, I'm like I'm not exaggerating. When Uber first started, I would get three messages every day to, to join Uber. Uh-huh. They sent me a text, and it said, "If you apply for Uber tomorrow, we will give you five hundred dollars." I'm just a guy. I, I'm not bullshitting you. I know. You know, but I never wanted to do Uber. Not. As a job, you know, I never want to do shit like that. Come in contact with too many weird people. I don't need that in my life. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. They, but see, the, the thing is, Uber loses money, but the people that run the company don't. They're yeah. as rich as they can be. Mm. Because they said... No, the original investors. Yeah. They because said, they sold it. Public. All the people that... Or anybody that's on the board. Yeah, they're rich too. They're obviously. rich too. 
But they get their money off the top. Mm-hmm. Okay, they get their money off the fucking top, man. I know. Uber. What are you gonna do? Uber. I mean, yeah, Uber. I've never, I've never, uh, I've never ordered an Uber. I just did. Well, I. You guys ordered one when we went down to the which one called right? Yeah, but we did it in Amsterdam too. Oh, you did. Yeah. Well, so Uber's everywhere, huh? Yeah, that's they. They've been caught bribing countries. You know, law enforcement, so they could be in areas because there's certain law. There's laws that don't let that happen. That's why you know they got money up the yin yang. Right. Well, it's not even that they had money. They they got the investors to invest, and then the investors just made bank because they sold they all sold their fucking it. stock. A couple billion bucks here and there. Yeah, it, one dude invested five grand. He ended up with twenty million. You know, but the people who spent the twenty million to get that five grand worth are now gonna basically go broke because of it because it's not gonna make the money they thought it was they can't compete with like with competition you can't be blowing out money like that if there's competition you have to like be reasonable because the other big one is Lyft right Mm -hmm. but there are others too but those are the two biggest right and they really fucked up the cab business in a lot of cities too for cab drivers yeah that's kind of fucked up what they did but that's pro- they call that progress, dude. Well, at some point, okay. Let me. Let no me one's gonna be driving. Something weird has happened the last two or three days. Hmm. Why am I getting every morning? I'm getting a text from Shake and Bake. Oh. Wake and bake with us. Maybe they're open again. They never closed. No. Why are you worried? What? I don't get it. I don't understand why they text. They never were texting me before. Why now? I've been there one time, three years ago. Oh wow! Okay. Or have they, they? They got the money back up to be able. To or do have that? they figured out? I'm one of the people on on that show. No, no, that had nothing to do with that. I bet you they just Are got. You sure? They started making enough money again to spend. No, they've been making money. Mm. That place they do. That place is on jam all day long. I, I drive by that place ten times a day, and it's like a supermarket. And they, you know, they're one of the first ones too. I know. I'm just—it's just weird to me why they're texting me every morning. I remember that one. Well, maybe we should do another shake and bake. Yeah, we're gonna do shake and bake, and, uh, and um, it's another one I'm gonna do. I got—I gotta call him. And it's on uh, Ferguson and Eight Mile. Which one is that? He told me the name of it. I forgot. But one of that guy in Crims with me, he works at a dispensary. I told him I was going to come in there. He claims that he knows the really good weed there and that there is some good shit there. So when I come in, I told him, I'm going to ask for a uh, a uh, top of the line and two mid-grades. He claims they got the shit there. We're going to find out. All right, well, can we do it tonight? I'm going to ask. So, Braden's coming over anyway to get weed. You mean do his tonight? Yeah. Yeah, we can. Because he's there from 3 o'clock. He's there from 4 to 9 every day. Well, I'm just trying to remember the name of the dispensary. I know I, I, everybody's passed. It's around Ferguson at 8 Mile. Where's Ferguson? I don't know where Ferguson is. 
wrapped there by Greenfield and Eight Mile, between Greenfield and Southfield and Eight Mile. It's two dispensaries there. Oh. I'm trying, right. I'm trying to remember the name well, of Well, we're not talking about normal stuff, so we'll move on. You know, um, 